Welcome to a rather non-standard episode of Hazeltown Story. So, um, <laughs> there should have been a episode that uh, should be part of the uh, Home is Where the Heart is arc. The next uh, episode in that uh, should be, which would have been the first part of our second session. However, due to timing uh, kind of not being in my favor, um, the basically when we were going to record uh would have been over thanksgiving uh which is not wasn't kind of uh you know feasible so it turns out that i did not have a session ready to like for the next um you know the next time that there <laughs> there would be a hazeltown story come up so uh yeah uh i get to do figure out a um uh you know kind of a Kind of a filler episode while uh i couldn't i didn't want to just upload nothing uh because you know i like keeping it consistent and uh so i didn't really know what exactly to write because you know last time i had this i knew that there was going to be a gap i kind of wrote a little short story thing i uh, couldn't really think of a subject and those things are kind of uh consuming and as you can probably tell this is going to be a little bit of a uh on the fly episode. Uh, I'm probably not going to do a whole lot of editing to this. Uh, not that I do a whole lot of editing to begin with, but um, yeah, this is going to be a rather off the cuff episode. And what I'd rather do instead, instead of kind of writing uh, something that, you know, just kind of writing some prose or something, I'm going to actually do a little bit of on the fly uh, writing. And the way that I'm going to do this is I recently acquired, if you watch my live streams, uh, this being Lola Puzzlo's uh, live streams, uh, I have recently acquired uh, something called a, uh, a special set, of, or not a special set, but I essentially bought a stack of cards uh, that were kind of, they're called table topics. Um, what they're essentially made to do is they're supposed to be for like parties or like a company kind of, you know, I, like icebreakers and the kind of get to know each other kind of questions uh, that it's a huge stack of them. And they're just kind of like small questions that you, you know, ask a group of people and they all answer and they all try to get together. Uh, and what I have on my streams is I have a redeem that if you, you know, use your channel points where you get by kind of just watching, uh, you can ask one of the, uh, one of the Hazeltown crew or me a question. Uh, which I'll basically just draw a card and I'll answer the question. Um, or I'll answer it for the whoever gets drawn for. Um, so what I'm going to do this episode is I'm, I have drawn five. I drew five cards from the deck. And what we're going to do is I'm going to answer these five questions uh, as the main seven. That main seven being Rhapsody, Radio, Lomi, Bibli, Lila, uh, Theron, and Casp. Uh, so I'll answer all of these questions for their stead. Uh, what kind of questions I'll get? I actually don't know because I haven't looked through the entire deck because I don't want to, you know, it kind of spoils the surprise. The one thing I warn you is that, or at least one thing I might have to redraw, 
is the fact that these uh, answer or these questions seem to be kind of American centric, which none of the none of the uh, people, none of the main seven are American, uh, which kind of throws that off a little bit. Uh, also, I don't know how long this is going to take. Um, I just did five as kind of a, you know, just a round number because I'm answering for seven times. Uh, if this is kind of short, I'll, I'll draw more. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what we're doing. And I guess I might as well uh, just kind of go ahead and start. So first card. What's the worst job you've ever had? This is going to be interesting. So let's do Rhapsody. Um, worst job that she's ever had. Um, let's see. If I think about her life, uh, she mostly, when she was at Heaven's Hearth, mostly was a student. Um, so maybe she did some sort of, uh, you know, like a retail job. Although um, I would say probably the worst job she had was... Um, as part of her backstory, she had, I don't even know if job is the best thing, but um, if you know, listen, I've listened to kind of the backstory episodes, you'll know that uh, Heaven's Hearth, which is where Lomi and Rhapsody are from, are kind of in the middle of a civil, uh, civil war, which is why they left the country uh, to go to Seedbear and live in uh, Hazeltown. Uh, and her job, one of the things that she did there, uh, which is, Oddly enough, or oddly enough, but that's where she, you know, learned how to, you know, be stealthy and use use a handgun real well. Is that she was what uh, they kind of considered as couriers, um, to kind of kind of go throughout the city, uh, the city that she, uh, Greyhaven, where uh, she was kind of attending college to kind of be a audiomancer. Uh, she would kind of help get things throughout the city, like uh, supplies and all sorts. Uh, and as part of that thing, sometimes you might run into some, maybe an enemy faction, and might uh, kind of, you know, get might get a little hairy there. Uh, which I would say that's pretty, pretty. That is not a great job if you're, you know, life's on the line occasionally. So, uh, for Rhapsody, I would say that. Uh, for Radia. Um, she seems like someone who, um, especially, um, her father, as part of her backstory, she, her father, um, runs a large, uh, kind of an electronic store in Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, and I would imagine that she would have worked there as kind of growing up, like when she was like older teens. Uh, and th that's probably her, probably one of her worst jobs working there as like a clerk or something. Uh, so that's probably that. Lomi uh, kind of spent most of his life being, uh, right now, kind of trained to be an animator. And I'd say, first job he's had right now is probably uh, in story. He's actually uh, in residency right now uh, to get his full doctor, like to get, to be registered as a doctor in uh, Seedbear. He's currently undergoing a residency in a very busy part of the city. Uh, or at a hospital in a very busy part of the city, and it's very taxing. So I'd imagine that would be a pretty, it's a pretty taxing job, worthwhile job, but a very taxing one nonetheless. Uh, and that's kind of mostly what he's been doing. He's kind of, his fan, I kind of feel like in his story, or in, like his background, is that he comes from a long line of animators, like his father was and his grandfather was, 
so, which is why he became an animator, and he just happens to be really good at it. Uh, so he, that's kind of been his tr one track in life is just to become an animator, be a doctor. Um, <laughs> Bibli, uh, you know, I don't think I can answer this question for her because that is kind of part of her backstory is that she doesn't quite know what her thing is. Um, so I'd imagine that in her past life, uh, no one knows what exactly she was, including her. So I'm going to say, uh, yeah, I, that is not applicable for, uh, her Lila. Um, same kind of story as Radia actually is that her father, um, uh, kind of as part of his trade, uh, ran a kind of a curio and antiques, uh, store in, uh, uh, Dublin, because uh, she is from Ireland. Um, and I guess that would also make sense for her to kind of occasionally have worked there. Um, she also seems like she also might have, uh, um, you know what, actually what would be good for her uh, is during her college days, uh, when she was in Moonbeaking, uh, maybe being a bartender, she seems like someone who would know how to be a bartender. So I'm going to say that's probably her uh, worst is, you know, probably when she was in, you know, college. Uh, this is kind of pseudo the 70s. So drinking ages would be 18. Also, it's not America. So it's 18 probably anyway. Her being a bartender makes kind of sense. And, you know, she has kind of the personality that would kind of help for that. So I think that would be good for her. Uh, Cass is another situation where uh, his backstory is kind of not exactly known. Um, right now he's doing trade as an electrician, which, um, kind of doing odd jobs in the city with his crew. Uh, and I think that technically, since that's the only one he can remember, uh, that's probably the worst job he's ever had is the only one he can remember. Uh, and then, well, also I skipped Theron. Uh, Theron, um, his probably worst job is probably, you would say being a, uh, essentially a study assistant for a um, university at Castle Rock Republic, where he came from, uh, one of the largest universities. I haven't, haven't quite gotten his backstory yet, so I don't know what exactly to name it. Uh, but essentially, he spent a grand majority, like a majority of his life, uh, kind of working as a research uh, researcher at this university, just kind of doing nothing but that. Uh, so uh, that probably is the worst job for him, just kind of being cooped up uh, for a lot of his life, you know, doing you know, stuff like that. So there's, uh, what is the worst job you've ever had for the main seven? There's one card down. Next card. Is it more essential to develop beliefs or gain knowledge? Hmm. Let's see, for Rhapsody. Is it more essential to get develop beliefs or gain knowledge? Um, in her case, um, as uh, Audiomancy, uh, that I feel is very drawn heavily from, you know, emotion. It's kind of the ability to place, you know, it's a very artistic uh, kind of feel like uh, kind of putting passion into energy. And I feel like as part of that, also Rhapsody, actually Rhapsody and Lomi, as part of their background are pretty, are actually, they belong to a religion. Um, whether or not how religious they are, uh, I'm not 100% certain. <laughs> um, 
they definitely have aspects of there. It's definitely more than half, I would say. Um, so a lot of a lot of her kind of being is to kind of take in uh, just kind of it's kind of, this is a weird question for her because it is to gain knowledge of how to be a better musician uh, and how to draw from inner energy to produce uh, more uh, kind of to produce better magics, uh, which can be used as sort of a medical kind of thing as very calming. It's very um, kind of affecting emotions and all that. Um, so although gaining knowledge, especially if you think about like histories and all that knowledge and especially storytelling of various cultures, that's actually gaining that knowledge is very uh, deep in the art. So I'm going to say for Rhapsody, it's both uh, emotion and how to encapsulate your emotions to kind of be productive and to like make that your kind of drawing like your focus and energy that I feel is more important to her or that is very important to her. But knowledge of like learning new how cultures kind of did stuff and kind of how they kind of incorporated that into music. That's also important. So for her, it's both radio. Um, her background also is very tech or her background is rather technological. I feel like for her, knowledge is more important uh, than beliefs. I don't like her belief system. I'm not 100 percent certain on um, like, I don't know if what exactly her. I'd imagine that she's not, she's probably someone who is not too terribly involved in politics. She knows quite a bit, um, but she'd have like kind of very human, like she's not, I would not say she is very politically motivated into the sense of like the more nitty gritty of politics of like, you know, capitalism and socialism and those kind of isms. Uh, she's probably not super knowledgeable. Like she knows of them, but probably is not super into them. Like she's not, uh, she would like advocate for more human rights things than actual like advocating for a particular economic system, for example. Uh, very uh, much into, you know, better human rights. Um, and that, that part of it would be cheap where she's interested, but she'd have it. Uh, but she's very much a knowledge person, uh, spending a lot of time doing, you know, very trivia, uh, spends a lot of time on the, whatever the equivalent of the internet is probably BBSs. Uh, so knowledge is probably very important to, uh, radio for Lomi, uh, especially as someone whose job it is to, uh, animancy, I kind of feel like that's almost kind of like audio, like how the audiomancy works. It's very much inner emotion that's kind of what can draw like i kind of feel animancy is like very much being in tune with like the human like con not the human condition but the human like psyche and all that uh so beliefs and kind of emotion are very important to lomi so and i feel like he's very much kind of someone who is into discipline and into like uh, keeping your own personal order and all that and being like very much a, a disciplined kind of guy. 
in like the fact that everything kind of goes from personal beliefs. Uh, so beliefs are, I would say, very important to Lomi. Um, so Bibli, um, beliefs or knowledge for her? Um, I would say for knowledge, uh, or for beliefs or knowledge, uh, Bibli is someone who is essentially no like she has a lot of knowledge. Um, as part of her thing, she is like very, um, like she has. Yeah, I kind of feel like she has like an encyclopedia at her fingertips at all times. Uh, so she is very knowledgeable. I think what might be more interesting for her is how people kind of interpret that knowledge and how they use it uh, and what exactly it's one thing to kind of have knowledge. It's another thing to use it. So I feel like in that case, since she already has the entirety of knowledge at the fingertips, it's more of what you use with it. That's probably more important to her, which I don't know if that really answers the question, but um, I feel like that would be something that is important for her. Lila, um, I mean, she's a, she's a museum creator by trade, very much into history. Uh, so knowledge is incredibly important to her. I do feel like of the main seven, um, she might probably be the more, um, outside of maybe like Lomi and Theron, I feel like they're, uh, she's the one that might have the most pulse in terms of like political beliefs. Um, but personal beliefs, um, I feel like she, uh, it would not be, a, I feel like her, in terms of beliefs, I feel like, well, and this is, <laughs> This is something that um, I need to be, me personally, Lolo, need to be kind of cautious for, is that as part of her backstory, um, if you think about the 70s in Ireland, uh, Ireland and Northern Ireland, that's right when the trouble started. Uh, so in terms of beliefs, uh, I feel like that might affect what she feels about how beliefs kind of motivate people and how that might be sour also. Um, I know that she is, because uh, her father, I know, I kind of have him as um, someone who's Catholic, and her mother uh, was originally from India and probably um, Hindu, so she grew up in a mixed religion household. Um, I don't fully know what, I, I kind of feel like in her backstory that it was something that it was kind of split between her and her mother. Uh, kind of uh, her uh, mother and father that they kind of didn't want to force one particular religion onto their children. So they kind of let them decide. Uh, and I feel like Lila has incredible lapsed Catholic energy. Uh, so I feel like knowledge is probably more important to her and that she might have a somewhat tainted view of beliefs um, and like what, how important they are to people. So uh, that's, that's Lila. Uh, again, I don't know if they answer the question, but that's what your thoughts are. Theron, um, I feel like he's more... Theron's personality, I'm still not 100% certain of, but I do know that he is rather knowledgeable, you know, spending a whole lot of time as a researcher. I feel like getting knowledge is kind of what gets him. Like, that's why he did a whole lot. Like, that's kind of his motivation for doing the stuff that, for team reading Rainbow. 
or the research team reading Rainbow, like is to just figure out what is going on with how can they scry, like what can they scry. So I feel like knowledge is an incredible motivating factor for Theron. Um, there's that <laughs> uh, for Cass. Uh, Cass is kind of a head empty kind of person. Uh, not to say that he's dumb uh, or like that he is like he's kind of like that he's not capable. Uh, he I mean, he is someone who like a lot of he doesn't know a whole lot of like uh, like he's missing a large part of his memory and just kind of a lot of part of that. Like he is very much extreme himbo energy, kind of, although that's not quite the same as well as going for. But yeah, he is kind of someone who when it comes to exact knowledge, he's kind of missing. So he's living his life without a whole lot of knowledge. Uh, so I feel like belief is very important to him and that it's what he kind of does with what life you have. I feel like, um, especially him, him kind of not even knowing if the body that he has is the one that he originally started with and just, and you know, his kind of struggles with his own body, uh, are kind of in what he believes are kind of a big part of him. So I feel like beliefs are actually very important to cast rather than knowledge because he's per living a perfectly good life without knowledge. So it's more of what you do with that life that's more important to him. Uh, so, yep, there is that. So that is the second card. Uh, it looks like we're at 21 minutes so far, which without me truncating silence. Uh, so I think we're probably going to be good at five. So, next question. Would you rather live by the beach or in the mountains? Um, for, well, for Rhapsody, uh, she lived in the mountains. Um, Heaven's Hearth, especially, I kind of... So the two planets aren't kind of exact in terms of uh, geography, um, but they're kind of sort of similar. Uh, so where Heaven's Hearth is located on, if you think about laying the map of like our our world versus that planet of the planet Remus. Um, Heaven's Hearth is kind of situated where Russia right now is. And especially in the top right portion of Russia, if you're thinking about like, I would say this is probably more Americentric uh, viewpoint, but like the top right where you have, you know, Russia and China and uh, Tibet, like that kind of portion of Asia. Uh, and it's very mountainous. So Rhapsody, I'm like, um, well, that's just what she's used to. So I feel like she kind of is somewhat acclimated to colder weather and just kind of more mountainous region. Uh, I feel like she would be someone who um, would like to visit the beach, but not like she would, someone who would like to vacation to someplace like, like just to give like an uh, our world example, someplace like Hawaii, uh, Mexico, she would like to visit places like that, but she would not like to live there because it's not what she's she very much likes the colder weather. So I feel like she would appreciate living in the mountains more than um, by the mountains or by the beach. Um, Radia is probably the exact opposite of that. Uh, Lagos, Nigeria, if I remember correctly, is, um, I believe that is by, like, it's on the coast. 
of, you know, uh, the, I, I keep on forgetting, I believe it's the west coast of um, uh, Africa in Nigeria. Uh, so she would probably be pretty similar or pretty close to Beaches, unless I completely screwed this up. I am actually going to look this up right now so I don't make an ass of myself. Yes, Lagos is directly on, uh, if this map's to be believed, uh, it is directly on the coast. Uh, so she is very much, I imagine she would be very much accustomed to uh, the beach. And um, actually, I wonder. Yes, Lagos, Nigeria, beach resorts. So yes, um, I would imagine she would be the exact opposite situation of Radio, where she's interested by the cold, although she is more acclimated to hotter temperatures. Uh, so I would imagine that she would want to live by the beach uh, rather than in the mountains, uh, just because that's what she's used to. Uh, Lomi is pretty much the exact same thing as uh, uh, Rhapsody. Uh, so he would rather live on the mountains than the beach. Basically the exact same answer as Rhapsody. Bibli. Um, to her, it's kind of... I am not 100% certain where she would rather live. Um, as part of her... I don't... Like, I don't have... A, I kind of... Kind of as a writing thing, I actually try and not think a whole lot about what Bibli's background specifically is. Uh, just maybe some light things that happened. Uh, one thing I did kind of uh, hone down on is that um, she actually likely, based on things you would determine by her sensibility, or not sensibilities, uh, but her like dialect, and how her way of talking uh, and just what languages she knows. I kind of feel like she would be from Mexico. Uh, so the, or the region of Mexico, it's slightly different than, you know, our actual world of Mexico uh, in terms of culture. But uh, geography wise, there's still like you had both in if I, I'm bad at geography. Uh, but if I remember correctly, I believe Mexico does have both mountains and beaches. Um, so I kind of feel like she would not be, especially since she's a ghost at right now. I don't know exactly how, what sensory uh, perception she has. So I don't know if it even matters to her. Uh, she just kind of wants to be where she wants to be is kind of the best answer I have to that. So, um, that'd be for Bibli. Lila. Uh, Lila, I would imagine, um, I don't think that, like, I feel culturally, or like, I feel like um, for her, uh, I think that uh, it depends upon where um, let's see. I'm just trying to think because she is someone who likes to go globe. Like she likes to go visit different places. So she's not a hundred. I, I would say from a visitation point, uh, she would be fine with both. If she had to live in one or the other, I personally think she would like the beach more. Um, she is someone who probably likes to 
likes the sun a little bit more and just um you know there's more things she could do entertainment wise uh, at the beach than the mountains so i feel like she would prefer the beach uh theron uh kind of similar to rapsy and lomi but not in the same situation uh i feel like he um i feel he also would not like he is familiar with the mountains However, the way that he lived and the fact that he doesn't have a whole lot of, not fondness, but like he doesn't have a lot of nostalgia for his home. Uh, so I feel like especially getting out into living in Seinwald and Seedbearer is him getting out of his shell. So I feel like uh, him wanting to live by the beach would be, make more sense because it's him trying to get to a situation or a place where he... Has never he hasn't lived there for or you know has lived by the beach yet so i feel like by the beach would be more for him uh and then for cass uh probably similar to lila um don't exactly know 100 uh naturally kind of similar to where Bibli is i'm not 100 certain of where he originally came from i am likely thinking that he came from um if I can't, I actually can't remember how much of the documentation I have in terms of geography of the world there is, but uh, I imagine that he is from a region that is either referred to as prosperity or the region that's referred to as life's canopy, uh, which are neither beachy or mountainy. So both of them are different for him. I feel like he would be... He would not care just as long as it's a place that he can, you know, find people that he enjoys being around. So that's kind of his, he wouldn't care about the climate. He just wants to have, you know, camaraderie, so to speak. So that's that question. So question number four, or card number four. If you live to be 100, would you rather have a sharp mind or a fit body? Um... So, Rhapsody, let's see for Rhapsody. Um, uh, I feel like she would rather appreciate a sharp mind, uh, especially uh, one that, you know, one that, or at least she would like to be able to continue to play music as long as she lives. Uh, so I think that's more important too, which I would gather would be sharp mind more over than fit body. Um, from a body's perspective, her body is like, she's like, she's healthy. Um, but she know like, I feel like since she's a little, like <laughs> this kind of gets to the, um, kind of more body acceptance stuff, uh, especially, um, she knows that, especially since, you know, she's planning on, you know, living a ha long, happy life with Lomi. And Lomi, is, I feel, would be very, has been very clear that uh, she, he does not care about what she looks like, uh, her body. So um, I don't feel like the body is really important to her um, because she knows that that doesn't matter to the people she cares about. So I would say sharp mind for Rhapsody. Radia, um, her bot, like, um, if it comes to fit body, 
Uh, she's kind of, con well, as part of her thing is she is still trying to learn about and trying to gain acceptance of her body as she or her new um, kind of form, her new kind of hybrid sphinx form uh, rather than her original human form. Uh, so I feel like she's starting to grow, grow appreciative of her current body, which isn't fit, uh, to say the least. Not as a bad thing, but I don't think you could really say that she is toned, to say the least. Uh, so sharp mind would absolutely be important to radio. Again, she's someone who is in the knowledge. She works, or she originally was trained as a researcher. So, uh, yeah, I feel like sharp mind would be that. And I feel like that's going to be a pretty um consistent theme throughout uh the characters uh lomi again not exactly the fittest of the bunch although he is quite stocky uh i feel like especially as someone as part of his backstory he was originally a soldier uh fighting for the kind of the uh whore, like kind of protecting the home like the original home government of Heaven's Harf. Uh, so, and part of his journey or his life journey is him kind of abandoning that past and trying to really focus on building or really kind of becoming a doctor, really becoming a kind of a builder. And I think that his personal fitness, at least in terms of the quote unquote fit body, is not as important to him as a sharp mind uh, because you can do he can do more things of a sharp mind than he can with a fit body. Uh, so there's Lomi. Bibbly, sharp mind, she's a ghost. Doesn't care about the body. Uh, so that's that. Uh, Lila. I think she would appreciate a fit body more than a sharp mind. I think that she would have some personal benefit from a fit body. Like I think that in one part of her brain that she wants a fit body, but she knows probably that a sharp mind is probably going to get her more benefits in the long run. Although body image to her is pretty important. So I would say a fit body is also not exactly um, the worst thing to have for her. Uh, Theron, similar case to a lot of other people. He ain't exactly the fittest one, the bunch. So a sharp mind is very much more important to him. Um, and he doesn't have any use for a fit body anyway, because a lot of the stuff he does researcher and he's not exactly super active. So a sharp mind is much more important to him. Cass, on the other hand, I do feel like a fit body would be more important to him because he does a lot of physical stuff. Uh, physicality is kind of what he's kind of best at, uh, his mind, like he, he has very specific knowledge, but again, He's kind of like when it comes to like remembering certain things and like having like a memory of like history and how to do certain things. Uh, some of it's like not just gone. Uh, so I feel like he'd get more use out of a fit body than a sharp mind. So uh, there is question four. It's the last one. Um, so, okay. Um, this one, I'm actually going to draw a different one because the card that I got is if you decide to go on a spiritual journey, where would you go and what would you do? I feel like this one's a little weird because I'm not exactly 100% where it's 
what the scope of this question is, so I'm going to put this to the side. I'm going to draw another card. Oh, I already pre-drew, so I'm going to draw from the middle. All right, what's this question? Um, I'm going to draw... So what's the biggest lie you told as a child? That's getting a little bit into nitty-gritty that... Um, I'm going to save this for later because I feel like uh, this is actually a pretty good format. Um, as I'm doing this, I'm kind of like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. Um, but I'm going to hold on to this one for later. Because uh, I feel like after we kind of do this a little bit more, I'll have a better answer to that. Let's try this one. <laughs> okay, actually, you know what? This is, I think, a good question. Even though I think it's kind of similar to what ones we've already read. Uh, is it important to be more book smart or street smart? Now, um, for Rhapsody, um, I am trying to think about what her... Like in terms of like school, like her book smart versus I feel like Rhapsody is a lot more street smart than she is book smart. And I don't think she's actually bad at being book smart. Uh, I think she is very much more reading people and just kind of getting more out of the situation, kind of be, having her head on a swivel. I feel like for Rhapsody, it is much more important to be street smart as it gets you a little bit more ahead in terms of like dealing with other people. And I feel, yeah, I feel like she places a lot more important on being, you know, being more human in like getting to know more people and just kind of more of a survival instinct uh, than it is to be book smart. Uh, Radia. Um, I feel like she would rather, she is very book smart. Um, when it comes to street smart, um, I feel like Radia is someone who has a lot of street smart problems um that i feel like she probably is more book smart than street smart and i feel like she would appreciate uh she is someone that i feel like she can get uh use book smarts to her advantage somehow in that um i feel like she is someone who would like being more book smart than street smart and i feel like she would get more use out of that um Definitely puts a pre uh, um, importance on both, but um, yeah, I feel like uh, yeah, she would probably want to be more book smart. Uh, Lomi, um, I feel like for him, I feel like for him that street smarts would be more important um, because I would bet that he is the kind of person that would say that as long as you can convince someone like street smarts in the terms of like being people person and trying to get uh, stuff out of people and be more personable, that he would feel that uh, you can get any sort of book information if you're personable enough and trying to know how to get the person to do the work for you. Um, that doesn't matter if you know how to do something, uh, getting some knowing when it's someone else that should do the work and who to get the, uh, to do it. I feel is more important to, like, that is where street smarts being far more important than book smarts are to him. And just being a better person, I feel, is probably that. Um, and I feel like Bibli actually would take the opposite approach than that. That uh, if she uh, knows the right information, that um, I feel like you can, uh, she is someone who would feel that you can get the information from that um 
knowing how to do uh, navigate stuff yourself uh, can uh, also be important. So I feel like she would probably appreciate being more book smart than street smart. But um, yeah, Bibli's also not exactly the most personable person in the first place. So I feel like she would appreciate being more book smart. Uh, Lila, um, I would definitely say she's book smart because she is a history buff. Uh, and I feel like that she feels that with the right bit of knowledge and research that she could figure out the same kind of things you can get from talking to people. So I feel like um, being book smart would serve you more than being street smart. Uh, Theron, uh, I feel like, so Theron is a bit of a case where he is both good at research and someone who is very personable. Uh, so I feel like he would place equal importance on both. It is important to both know how to do your own research in that and how to be street smart or book smart, but also person skills are incredibly important on getting by. Uh, so I feel like for him, it is equally both. Uh, Cass is 100% street smart because that's kind of his thing. Uh, he is not book smart at all. Uh, he is incredibly street smart though, uh, which is how we can get by with not being book smart is because he's incredibly street smart. Um, so yeah. Um, that is the end of the fifth question. And I think that's a good enough, uh, question and answer period, uh, for, uh, this first go ahead. Uh, hopefully you all enjoy that, uh, enjoying my, uh, thinking process and just, you know, I uh, hope you enjoy this thing. Um, this is a pretty easy, uh, kind of sub episode, uh, that if I need to do backup, I can easily do that. Um, because it doesn't take too much time for me. Um, so uh, that'll do it for this. Uh, I am planning on having a stand. I We are currently planning on having a session shortly. Uh, so I do think that the next episode you hear should be a proper Hazeltown story and a continuation of um, Home is Where the Heart is. And uh, yeah, so... Yeah, I think that will be good for this episode. So hope you enjoyed this little question and answer period. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hazeltown Story. If you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me, Lola Puzzlo, you can follow at Hazeltown Story on Twitter. And if you would like to get to know me more from a personal standpoint, you can follow my personal Twitter at Lola DePuzzlo. If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash loadedpuzzle and follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retro Rank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines. Or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening and I hope you come around for the next episode.